All right, hello and welcome to the At YouTube Podcast. This is a special B-side edition, we're calling it. We might come up with a better name, but it's B-side number one for now of the At YouTube Podcast. We gathered a crew of uh, folks together to discuss some important news that just broke over the weekend and officially this morning, Monday morning, as we record. Uh, we've got Sherry, Matt, and Tasula. Everybody say hello at the same time because we're going quick. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, that was, <laughs> you're almost all at the same time. That's okay. We're, we're still rehearsing the B-sides. It's rougher. So what we're, we're gathering together to quickly talk about uh, is the Joshua Tree tour announcements that, uh, I don't know, what's, uh, we, we sort of had rumblings and rumors of uh, as far back as when, Matt? How long have we sort of this been teased or thought might be happening? It's been at least, well, we, I think our first post about it was, what, a week or so ago? And then I think there were actually rumblings of it like several days, if not a week or so before that. If I, if memory serves, right. So it's been, it's, it's been kind of bouncing around for, for, for a couple of weeks, I'd say. Yeah. And, uh, and then obviously over the weekend here, if, if you haven't paid attention to any of the YouTube news on the internet, <laughs> it kind of blew up over the weekend, especially yesterday as it basically kind of leaks were happening. Everybody kind of got wind of things. Uh, obviously the arrangements of graphics and logos and things that were going, getting sent out ahead of time to, to, uh, press release kind of stuff, uh, was obviously sort of leaking through various channels. And, uh, what time were you, you guys up? Uh, I went to bed last night, but you, you folks stayed up. We didn't, Matt and I didn't. Um, I was, (laughs) I think I logged out. Didn't you get a nap in Tassola? I did take a little tiny nap. I, I intended to sleep for two hours, and I think I was so excited. It was like Christmas Eve sort of sleep. So I was probably out for a good 45 minutes and then set my alarm to get back up at the time we had been told it would go live. And then I was up with Matt while he was working on the new stuff. I was working on the calendar stuff. I don't think I logged out till like 2.15 or so. And I had a 6 a.m. conference call for my real job. So good time. <laughs> And yeah, just as the soon news as hit, they all went to bed. I woke up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is good. It's good because yeah, because we have some night owls on the west coast and some early morning people on the east. So we had it covered. It was good. The news hit like a little before one a.m. Pacific, which is yeah, about, just about. about when we were told to expect it. So that's good. And uh, yeah, if you're living under a rock, haven't heard anything of, about but at all on the web yet, and this is your first time hearing anything about this, U2 is touring, doing the Joshua Tree tour. 30th anniversary of the Joshua Tree is this year, and so they're doing a tour where they're allegedly, uh, apparently still being worked out. <laughs> they're going to play every song in some form or another. We don't know yet, obviously, if it's going to be from start to finish. Uh does someone want to sort of it summarize? Has to, it has to be from start to finish, right? right? It has to right? be. You would think. It has that, to be. Yeah. I can't right. picture them doing like, you know, two or three Joshua Tree songs and then, oh, let's play, you know, Elevation. Every <laughs> yeah, yeah, every breaking wave. And then let's go. I, I can't. I don't know. I just I can't imagine how that would flow. But then at the same time, I'm also afraid, you know, how, you know, like they like to tinker, like Bono likes to tinker and Edge likes to tinker. I have them this I have this feeling that they're going to start playing it straight through, like during rehearsals. And they'll say, well, what if we moved Red Hill Mining Town over here and put running to standstill after this? So I don't know. I I really have no idea what to expect. The band themselves. Go ahead, Sula. I get what Edge was saying about wanting to, I think it was Edge, wanted to build up to streets, but I think just them coming out to that red screen, people would lose their minds. I think so too. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. I think back in 87, it was Kirstie McCall who 
who organized the running order of the Joshua Tree anyway. The band wanted to lead with Red Hill Mining Town as the lead video. I would hope that they would take a page out of history for the past 30 years and start with streets because (laughs) all their other ideas weren't very good. (laughs) Go with what works. Just because it's been this way for, yeah, in concert, it's this build-up song, but it could also be an opening song that would, you know, like you said, welcome everybody into the arena, kick off an amazing concert, and the nostalgia and or celebration, whichever way you look at it, vibe would just, like, go off the charts, I think, for everybody to open with a song like that, so... Yeah. Somebody on my Facebook page said that they should do like what they used to do. Well, and and not even that long ago, play it twice, you know, open with it and then do it later in the show, like 11 o'clock TikTok or I will follow or Vertigo (laughs) more recently. That that idea, and even like an abridged version or whatever at the beginning and then the like, whatever, some sort of segue type thing later or whatever that they might do. And and I'm curious to see how they'll incorporate other songs into this idea. Because I, I mean, the, the album running order is probably what? I, I forgot to look, 60 minutes or something? It's not a full oh, show. It's, 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 it's I like think it's 44 50, minutes. 40, 40 yeah. something, yeah. So no, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not even a full show. So it's uh, as far as what they've been doing. So it'll be interesting to see which songs get thrown in. If it's just B-sides and they stick to that era or if they're going to, you know, new stuff, old stuff, full mix. But think how long they can drag out stuff like bullet though. <laughs> That's true. true. That could be, that could be a long, well, I mean, we can, we can assume, I mean, based on the commentary, you know, from edge in the, the rolling interview. And I think Adam and his radio interview that went out today, I mean, we can assume that the version of Bullet that we saw at the Dreamforce and the iHeartRadio show, that's going to be similar, if not the same, right? I mean, there's going to be a very political edge to that. There'll be a political edge to some of the other stuff. So, yeah, it'll be longer. You know, clearly it's not going to be a, you know, a 50-minute show. And Edge said as much that they're going to work in other stuff. And I didn't he say in the Rolling Stone interview that that they that he that he thinks they're going to try to sort of mine that era, that you know, yeah, those that they were going to be looking yes. at the at their earlier material. Right. Now, I don't think we're going to see Woman Fish. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see Drunk Chicken. I would no, like I to just, see Birdland. I was just thinking. I was just going to nominate if if Drunk Chicken gets in there. That's my bathroom breaks on. <laughs> Can you believe that he didn't know that we wanted Drowning Man? That was the most shocking thing I read in that article. I think. But he yeah. knew about Acrobat. Yeah. Of course he knew about Acrobat. <laughs> Annoying Acrobat fans. Acrobat. <laughs> yeah, but Drowning oh, Man was before this. Love, I know, I'm going to get in trouble right. again. I'm just making so many friends this week. But I, thank you to all those people who sent me apologies on Twitter this morning. I so appreciate that because it did kind of bother me. But anyway, no, back to Drowning Man. Drowning Man would actually fit here because it came before this. So if they're going for nostalgia, let's do it. So uh, I'm assuming you all have booked uh, tickets and hotels stops for every single stop on the tour not every single stop but a good portion of them for folks who are the at youtube chat room that we have the slack thing like before the tour is even announced and there's rumors of it people are like yeah i'm booked in for the hotel for a month in vancouver and i'm booked for the and i'm like we know i haven't even asked my shut out yeah exactly Just for a little peek inside the super fan area. I'll confess that, that last Tuesday, right after I posted the Pasadena rumor on the side, I booked a hotel in Pasadena. Uh, and then once then when I posted the Vancouver rumor, I canceled the Pasadena hotel and booked a Vancouver hotel. <laughs> much easier, much easier uh, 
yeah. path so, to Vancouver. Whether or not I'm actually going, I'm not positive yet. Um, but uh, speak, uh, speaking of that, speaking of that, this we should talk about this because I'm I'm wondering if you guys think these shows are going to sell out. And because that kind of leads into, you know, we're kind of expecting a second show that will be added in at least some cities, right? Because our the rumor we got was that, you know, two nights are booked at the Rose Bowl. Um, but and so so like I've been thinking myself along, like, I don't think these are going to sell out. But then I'll tell you two little anecdotes. Oh, Seven o'clock. This I'm sound asleep. The alarm goes off. My wife's already wide awake, you know, getting ready for her work day. As soon as she knows I'm awake, she's I want to go to the Joshua Tree show. First thing out of her mouth today. My wife Yay! is not a fan, right? Right? I mean, she's been, she's been to a couple shows here and there. You know, she's you know not at our level by any means, but she wants to go. So I said, "Why do you want to go?" And she said, "Because it's the Joshua Tree." Are you, are you kidding me? It's the greatest album. Thank and you. and I got a text from another friend locally who I know through church, who I know is kind of a music fan. I didn't know if he likes you too or whatever. He's already been calling and texting me. How do I get tickets for the show? How do I get tickets for the so? Now I'm starting to wonder, maybe this is going to be more popular amongst the casual music slash YouTube fan than I thought. Yeah, the first text I got this morning was from our church worship director going, oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> like, OK, I guess the whole congregation's going. I found it interesting of the dates that they've announced. They're Sunday night dates. Not Saturday night, Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And if you look at at the breakdown of the schedule, they could add a Saturday night in some of those cities if they wanted to. They would put Sunday night on first because that's the harder of the two weekend shows to sell. Based on the strength yep. of the sale on Sunday, then they could put on sale Saturday. Yeah, that makes sense. A, I think, I think you're right. And it, it is, to Matt's, Con, uh, point or whatever about you know the casual fan i think it hits right in that perfect nostalgia fan of you two who doesn't necessarily care about songs of whatever and acting baby was pretty good but they didn't you know after that they kind of dropped off but joshua tree was when they were like young wish they could have gone to see you two now they are you know employed maybe the management or ceos or whatever of companies and can actually afford to fly across the country to see them and wherever and so yeah just like what i mean famously bruce springsteen obviously did with his touring with behind an album or whatever and that idea is it's not new ground necessarily new ground for you too and that's i think what Tassula was talking about as far as getting some replies of of apology or whatever about the like you know discussion of you two looking back isn't the you two i knew and all that kind of stuff but there's many good reasons the the fact that like the u.s political climate is changing and and sort of reminiscent of what it was 30 years ago all those kind of things i think sort of point to a both and thing where they typically they wouldn't be looking back like that but it's kind of a good opportunity to do that. I don't think if it was the 30th, if it wasn't the 30th anniversary, I don't think they would be doing it in the same way. Uh, if it didn't happen to line up also politically as well and sort of the climate of the times as well lining up. So Adam goes into detail about that very topic, Chris, in, in, um, radio this interview. morning's RT, um, radio interview. Uh, he said that the clarity of, of the youth, uh, <laughs> isn't where they are now that where they were in their twenties, isn't where they are in their fifties. So even though it's the same music, it's, it's a totally different album to them now, 30 years later. Yeah. Which is really cool. So the other quick thing we want to touch on is maybe um, ticket buying advice for people. So aside from the Uber fans who are buying tickets for every single show and every single seat at every single show <laughs> or whatever, um, what, you know, there's the GA discussion, there's this, 
uh, assigned seat discussion, et cetera. And we, I remember doing this too. And we were sort of giving advice for European fans as, as the previous tour went across the ocean, what should they be buying? And so what do you folks, uh, by the way I'm looking at is Matt from the left to Sula, then Sherry in my field of view anyways, what tickets are you hoping to get? And, and what advice would you give to a fan? I, I, as we record this, I have not gotten all caught up to speed yet on ticket prices and all that sort of stuff because I've been busy all morning and, and doing other sort of stuff. So I have still have some catching up to do. My initial thought is that I want GA just because I know I don't like sitting in seats and having people around me sit during certain songs and all that sort of stuff. So I'm just thinking I want to be in GA uh, just because I like the freedom of walking around and I'm not the type that needs to get in line at 7 a.m. for GA. And if I end up in the back a little ways, I'm fine with that. So that's my current thinking just based on, you know, 12 hours ago is when the news came out and and that sort of stuff. Yeah, nothing about this tour specifically says I need front row, blah, 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 you know, next to the stage to catch Adam's sweat. Okay, Tzula, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I echo pretty much what Matt said. I, I remember at 360, we kind of hung toward the back in most of the shows we went to together as a team and we were fine. We actually had a better view of the whole band than if we had been closer up front and kind of, you know, absorbing their sweat or whatever you just said. But, um, but I do think Vancouver will be a good gauge and I reserve the right to change my opinion for Seattle. If Vancouver <laughs> does prove to be something that I might have wanted to be closer to. So Right. Because the staging, I mean, it remains to be seen how minimalist stripped back they go in terms of the look. Right. Presumably they want video, obviously, for people at the back to see. But how are they going to do Zoo TV era <laughs> kind of video? Or I don't think we're going to be under a claw. Let's just say that. Right. Which is a relief. Yeah. How about you, Sherry? Uh, looking at the Ticketmaster um, uh layouts looks like there's a giant joshua tree that's going to be coming out as as their b stage and so it's a it's an end zone um um, stage with the b stage coming out the general admission tickets are 70 dollars, which is still a very reasonable amount of money in a stadium so you're going to have a lot more people being able to to be in that area um ticket prices go anywhere between $35 $35 or 35 euros or 35 pounds all the way up to 280, much like the last tour. So I would envision that the, you know, the hundred section in the, uh, in the stadium will be at your $280 range. Then the higher you go in the arena, the less, um, the ticket cost will be. It does look like there's going to be a red zone once again, um, most of the ticket master mapping has the red zone up front, um, and those will obviously be at a higher uh, dollar amount because most of that will be donated to Red. It looks like there's also VIP packages. As far as our family goes, I want to do GA, I want to do Red Zone, and I want to do um, um, seats. So uh, looking at at the shows that I want to go to, I'll be able to jostle back and forth between different places. Being only five foot tall, I can assure you that being up front at a stadium stinks. And I'm being very PG-13 on that one. It stinks. You can't see anything. Well, it smells too, probably. (laughs) For the 360 shows, I was way back by the mixing decks and had a far better experience back there. But that's that's my own personal opinion. Your mileage may may vary based on the amount of sweat you want to consume. (laughs) 
Yeah, and as we record this on Monday again, the ticket sales go on uh, on uh, Wednesday is the pre-sale, right? If you're a YouTube.com member, that's one of the perks of being or a- the Red Hill Group. Oh, right. Thursday it'll be for the Wires Group. Okay, those are based on how soon you how early in the YouTube's fandom you joined, right? Is that the yeah. 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 If you joined before December 24th, then you're part of the Red Hill. If you uh, joined after that date, then you're part of Wires. Okay. And that ends on Friday. And then Monday uh, and Tuesday next week is when the regular folks get to buy and uh, <laughs> pick up the scraps, as it were. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There'll be plenty of good seats, obviously. And, um, but obviously like that's where paying 50 bucks to be, or whatever it happens to be in your currency to be a YouTube.com member. If you're desperate and wanting to assure you get a seat, that's the best way to do it. So you don't have to deal with scalpers, et cetera. Right. Am I? And the latest news is, uh, subscribers get four tickets. You can divide them up any way you want. If you want to get one ticket to four shows, two tickets to two shows, three tickets to one show and one ticket to another, your, your code will work for up to four tickets. It doesn't matter how you divvy that up. That just got updated on the u2.com FAQ about the ticket pre-sale. Right, which we'll post in the show notes uh, links to, which, I mean, obviously you, you can go visit u2.com. At u2.com, we'll have updates and news as we hear it and uh, we'll be posting. Follow the Twitter account, at u2. Uh, anything else before we wrap up this quick, air quotes quick? I think it was quick. B-side. No, I think we did good. All right. Let's do more, let's do more of these quickies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it took us Every twice Dalton as long to set up. <laughs> Dalton Brothers 2017. Yes. We got a free Betty Dalton. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> if it's not the Acrobat, it's the Dalton Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, I don't know if anybody, if the, the test of the video worked. Thanks for watching. Uh, and we'll have more about that if that works out in the future. And uh, goodstuff.fm slash ATU2 is where you can find the podcast, of course, in iTunes and all your favorite podcast players of choice. And uh, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.